It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Buckeyes Tomorrow Morning for Friday, March 10th. I'm your host, Tom Moore. The Indiana game is in 176 days. The game against Michigan in 260 days. We are back inside the walls of the Woody Hayes Athletic Center where Ohio State wrapped up its second practice of the spring on Thursday after, uh, Thursday morning. Buckeyes now headed out for a little spring break. A little rest and relaxation. Who couldn't use a little rest and relaxation? Mark Gipler of BuckeyeHuddle.com. I miss spring break. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's going to be interesting. We uh, we get it feels like we just start to get into a rhythm here, and then oh, they're gone for a week. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. we'll be back at it uh, next week, I guess. Yeah, that, that's how it goes every year. I think everyone sort of forgets that every year. You get two practices, and then they're gone for a week. And uh, unless it's 2020 again, then they come back afterwards, and you get to see them again. Yeah. So we have. Uh, Boy, let's hope this is not 2020 part two. Uh, no indications that it is so far, uh, but the uh, Buckeyes were back on the practice field on Thursday morning, and then we get to talk to a whole bunch of Buckeyes, including Brian Hartline, a bunch of the young wide receivers, Marvin Harrison, a bunch of the linebackers. So lots of guys who we talked to on Thursday. We're going to go through some of the stuff we noticed, but I asked you before we hit record, like, what did you watch during practice on Thursday? And you said the quarterback. So, okay. Let's talk about the quarterbacks. I'm sure there's some interest in the quarterbacks uh, among our, our viewing audience. We, we obviously don't get to watch the whole practice, but from what you got to watch, what did you see? Yeah, I mean, they're throwing it well. I haven't noticed anything off on, on any of these guys. All the throws that I watched this morning were caught, which is good. We're going against air. Shouldn't have too many balls hitting the ground. So, um, you know, again, Kyle McCord, his, his arm strength jumps out to me but you know Devin Brown seems to have made some good progress on that front as well I watched him uh, quite a bit uh, toward, toward the end of his high school career and he had a good arm but he's he's got he's starting with some more zip he's really kind of filled out his frame and um, it's going to be an interesting battle I know they didn't do too much the first two practices I think as we get to the scrimmaging and, and everything else here in the next couple of weeks we're going to obviously find out a lot more but uh, so far so good yeah and the quarterbacks were a big topic of conversation obviously during the interviews with the wide receivers and then with the defensive players as well you know Marvin Harrison has a very obviously a close connection to Kyle McCord having played with him for years he talked about how McCord you know still has the the arm talent that he had even back in high school that made him a five-star prospect but now he's kind of got the mental half of the game as well and sort of picking that stuff up and just sort of becoming a more well more well-rounded quarterback and that might be one area where it feels like McCord has a little bit of an advantage over Devin Brown, where, you know, number one, probably still a stronger arm, but number two, just another year in this offense, another year in the building, another year in the system that, you know, for a quarterback, that feels like that makes a big difference. Yeah, I mean, 
there's no I don't know if there's a position on the field that's more important in terms of getting reps than quarterback so you know this is proven in the NFL draft the, the numbers on guys who are multi-year starters versus you know guys who have been one-year starters and tried their their hand at the NFL um, so it, it, the same applies here you know the more reps you have and you know the kind of the point I've made with with giving Kyle maybe the, the slight advantage heading into the spring is that you know a lot of the guys he's going to be working with um, when he tries to win the job. So th this spring and even in the fall camp are guys he's been throwing to, well, in, in Marvin's case, for, for many, many years. But even some of these other guys, when, when they were with the twos and Kyle was with the twos the last couple of years, there, there should be some chemistry there. And, you know, in, in a, a quarterback battle that is so tight, any little edge you can get is going to be helpful. And then on the side of Devin Brown, yeah, he's been here one last year. Maybe not quite as strong an arm as Kyle McCord, but as you said, he feels like he's closing that gap, certainly. And significantly, significantly more mobile. This is, you know, this is a little bit of a situation where Kyle McCord isn't a bad runner and Devin Brown isn't a bad thrower, but one of them has an advantage maybe in one area, one of them has an advantage in another. Steel Chambers, the always entertaining Steel Chambers, as we, uh, as we call him around here, uh, was talking about the quarterbacks and he said you know he chasing both of them but you know one in particular he wasn't sure which one uh which then got him he just he said he just saw a black jersey i'm going to put my money on the fact that it was devin brown uh you know faster than he thought he said it took him a little longer than he expected to catch up to him then the fun question is okay what, what is the more important thing for ohio state is it the is the arm is it the, is it the legs and if one is so close does the other one become the deciding factor yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be Devin Brown's path. If if you know, we, if we lay this out in a way of you know, how does Devin Brown win the job? Is is if if he can even things from a from a throwing and decision making perspective, his legs could be a tiebreaker. Um, but as I've kind of said before, I don't view Kyle McCord as a statue, and I don't view Devin Brown as. Braxton Miller or Justin Fields in terms of, you know, their electricity in the open field and ability to break off these 80-yard runs. I, I think Devin is a very good athlete. I think, Mikhail, I think Kyle is a little underrated. Um, even watching him in high school, he was he's a willing runner, and I think that is maybe the key distinction when people start talking about, well, C.J. Stroud, and, you know, he didn't run enough. and I don't think Kyle's issue will be unwilling to run i think kyle's issue will be when he does it's going to be those either qb power or it's going to be something of okay it's it's third and five let me try and take off and get five not let me try and take off and get 75 and you know we we get to watch a very small portion of individual drills so we're not watching 11 on 11 obviously there's no tackling of the quarterbacks that's where they're wearing the black jerseys during the spring but at one point i did think i, I kind of looked over and i thought i saw Kyle McCord running, you know, either QB power or some kind of a draw or something, you know, kind of mocking that. And he didn't even have a ball in his hand, but that was the drill they were working on. So, you know, you at home who are probably wishing that Ohio State ran the quarterback more, early indications from the, the spring are, I don't know, maybe. They're, they're big guys. Mm -hmm. So, again, I, I don't think either of them are going to be particularly dynamic, make you miss in the open field runners. But... Again, we we got way away from quarterback power under C.J. Stroud, who is is a is a tall quarterback, but is you know kind of a slender build. These guys are much bigger. Kyle is kind of 
I mean, he's almost stocky. Mm -hmm. uh, he's built like a tank. Devin is filling out his frame. He's you know, six four. So these are guys who I again I think can be kind of more in the equation, both of them, in those third and shorts. Whereas with Stroud, it was like, well, eh, do, is Stroud going to move the pile on a, on a third and two or a fourth and one? I, you know, I don't know. But these guys are going to be a little bit more. Um, you know, able to do that. And, you know, you're not, this is an offense that has so many playmakers, both at the running back position and the wide receiver position, and even at times at the tight end position, that you don't need, this is not an offense that needs, you know, Denard Robinson to run for 60 yards. They need someone to be another option to perhaps draw, you know, enough of an option to draw a defender away from the running back on a read option play, for example. You don't need, you know, this, the offense is not going to run through the quarterback's legs. You just need the threat of it almost more than anything else. And it, it feels like even that would be enough to make it probably a pretty significant difference. Yeah, I think so. And again, you, you, who knows? I don't know how much man Ohio State's going to see with the receivers, mm -hmm. but even those situations where on third and six, third and seven teams might, might go man. And, you know, when you're doing that, you're, your defensive backs are turning their back on the play, which opens up running lanes for the quarterback. And so you, the hope is that there that, you know, you got a guy, Devin, certainly. I, I, I do think, again, I think Kyle is a willing runner. I don't think he's an unwilling runner. I just think he's not as mobile. Mm -hmm. But guys are like, okay, it's third and six. Oh, yeah, I could, I could throw this 50 yards downfield and hope Marvin does Marvin things. Mm -hmm. Or I could just, you know, I can go get eight yards real quick and mm -hmm. no pressure, get out of bounds next you know reset reset the the downs and mm -hmm. keep keep the drive going we obviously the quarterback battle one of the big stories this spring but one of the other big stories this spring is brian hartline taking over the play calling and a really underrated portion of that is if brian hartline's taking over the play calling and brian hartline is maybe kind of running the offense on the whole maybe that frees up ryan day ryan day has kind of talked about wanting to have a little bit more of an overall kind of role with the with the team and there was a long stretch during practice where Brian Day was standing right on the 50-yard line, right behind where we are right now, and watching the defensive backs. And he had his back to the quarterbacks, which how many times have you been in Ohio State practice and seen Ryan Day with his back to the quarterbacks over the years? Not all that one often. Time. Yes, not all that often. You know, one, maybe one time counting today. Uh, yeah, it, not, not very often. So that was a little interesting to me. And then I don't know, how, did you get to watch any of the defensive backs? Uh, I, did, I did on Tuesday. On Tuesday, okay. Uh, today was kind of more of a, mm -hmm. I was watching QBs and, and skill, offensive mm -hmm. skill. But, mm -hmm. I, you know, I've watched the DBs. Uh, you know, Jordan Hancock, to me, looks healthy which is mm -hmm. huge i think he's lost a ton of development time i think that's not talked about enough when people are kind of getting down on the corners i think a healthy jordan hancock a healthy offseason um year of development could really um, get the light switch going there and the new guy davis and yeah you say it <laughs> davis uh, and yes transfer say, from Ole Miss. say that three times fast. uh you know confused him for sonny styles on tuesday mm -hmm. I'm like, why is Sonny Styles? I thought Sonny Styles had his black stripe off. What's mm -hmm. going on? Why does he have a black stripe on his helmet? I was like, oh no, that's Davison. I was like, oh my gosh, he's, he's a big guy. So mm -hmm. looks looks great and um, running around uh, making plays. I was impressed with his uh, his hands on Tuesday. He was making some nice grabs there. We're doing the, the ball drills, and so it looks like the pieces might be there mm -hmm. uh, in the secondary to hopefully uh, see some improvement. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, and just two practices in, and so this is definitely exactly where everything's going to be right for that Indiana games. Just write this in ink right now for sure. Maybe not. Uh, but Denzel Burke and um, Jordan Hancock were repping with the, the first pair of corners, and then was Davis Negbenosin and Jair Brown with the second pair. That's how it's been the first two days. This is one of these things that if at practice 12 that order is different, well, that will be very interesting. So far, no changes. But, yeah, something to keep an eye on. Uh, Sonny Styles. reason that he was comp- he was confusing Davis and Igbenosin and Sonny Styles on Tuesdays because both of them were wearing number 20 and both of them were playing in the secondary, which was a little confusing. Uh, Sonny Styles has switched now to number six. So that that, that problem is uh, has resolved itself. Sonny Styles still working with the safeties. Uh, he was someone who was very impressive. Where they're just they're throwing just out routes, and you know there was a drill where they were kind of staying kind of in the middle of the field between the hashes, and then they had to break to the sideline. And a number of guys, you know, some of this is going to be contingent on where the the coach who's throwing the ball, who is not, you know, this is not C.J. Stroud throwing the ball, but where the coach throwing the ball places it. But I noticed at one point there were a bunch of guys who would kind of get there and intercept it, and their momentum would carry them out of bounds. Sonny Styles got it, stopped, you know, caught it, stopped, put his foot in the turf, turned upfield, and turned it into an interception return. And it just... You know, you see, it's just little stuff like that that you'll see and kind of go, you know, I always go back to uh, Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson's first spring at Ohio State, where it was just, it was like they were just running curl routes. And it was just like Garrett Wilson was just that much more explosive, but like noticeably that much more explosive coming out of that cut than anyone else. You kind of get the same thing watching Sonny Styles. I mean, I've been watching Sonny since his freshman year at Pickerington Central, um, and he never... There's never a, a viewing opportunity, a practice, a game that I watch, even on the basketball floor. I watched the basketball a few times where I didn't come away thinking that's one of the greatest athletes I've ever watched. Um, he's, he's just uh, he's one of those guys who it, it just comes it seems to come so easy. I'm sure he works very hard. I know he works <laughs> very hard, but it just there's an effortlessness to what he does. And there's a there's an aggressiveness and a purpose to what he does. Everything, every movement has a purpose. He's not just out there floating around. Oh, what am I doing? Everything's aggressive. Everything's a hundred miles an hour. And when you combine that with a, a kid who's very smart and picks things up very quickly, was a captain in multiple sports in high school, played about five different positions between football and basketball, played all sorts of different positions, plays different, does different stuff here at Ohio State. The way he is able to 
retain all the information he I'm sure he has in his brain it, it's a special combination I, I can't imagine he's not gonna have a huge season and you know you, as you were talking there kind of reminded me Marvin Harrison was talking about you know all these other wide receivers he was you know he gets asked about how hard how he's working so hard and he's out there with the jugs gun and all that stuff and he's talking about all these other guys he's like you know these guys are they're they're out there all the time with me and they work just as hard as I do and and it's like you know this is this is sort of the, this the flip side of that coin is yes you can work as hard as you want to but you have to sort of have the Marvin Harrison thing to be Marvin Harrison. You can you can work. I mean, I could stay out here. I could work for, you know, I I could live here twenty four seven. I would never be able to do the things that Marvin Harrison can do, right? You know, the the players on the team obviously slightly more athletic than me, than me arguably, uh, but you know, even so, there's you know like the Ohio State football level player, and then there's the next level up, and you, you kind of got to have a little bit of both. You got to have the smarts. You got to have the you know, there's a little bit of this that this is just God-given, and you got to have the work ethic. That's how you get the Marvin Harrisons, because there are plenty of guys with good genes who don't pan out, and there's plenty of guys with great work ethic who don't pan out. But, you know, when you kind of have that whole package, that's where you get the, the Marvin Harrison, and, you know, it's probably a little early to put him in Sonny Styles as, you know, the Marvin Harrison of the defense or whatever, but, you know, that's how, when those things kind of coalesce, come together, that's how you get that guy. Yeah, it, it's... Again, it, it's hard, and the way the coaches are talking about him, mm-hmm. it's there's this undertone there where it's like they're complimenting him more than a lot of the other players, but you can kind of see like, oh, I, I, I better, I better stop because mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I can like the hype train is mm-hmm. building, but it, the coaches know, mm-hmm. like you can just tell by talking to the Jim Knowles, they know they've got a potentially very special defensive player here and I think between you know wanting to manage maybe expectations a little bit not let things get you know get heads get too big things like that um, I think I think they're almost straining themselves to to pull the reins a little bit and make sure they don't go overboard with some of the praise all right so before we give anyone too big a head or build too big expectations we should probably wrap up the show right now Uh, but we will be we have again the Buckeyes off next week for spring break good news we have a trillion interviews that we're going to have lots of stuff to talk about also some big recruiting oh we should before we wrap up we should talk ohio state did land a commitment this week yes mark mark does some recruiting coverage as you may be aware uh my brain just now put this two together these two things together so maybe the, my athleticism isn't the only thing keeping me from being marvin harrison but uh ohio state did land a commitment from offensive lineman mark nave uh this week nave not bad yeah. nave okay good um Give, give everyone a quick uh, quick scouting report on Mark Nave. Well, he spells his name correctly. The first name with the C, as, oh, oh, there, as, I, as, the, thought, as I, was intended. I, I thought um, you were going to say he spells Nave without a K, so no, it's not, yeah, that's no, a whole, no, no. whole spells, different thing. spells okay. the first name correctly. Um, very athletic, 6'5", 315. Um, I've been super impressed with his work ethic. He's, he's trying to trim down a little bit. He's, he's made really good progress. I think he's down 10 pounds. So... He, he's got you know like a six eight six nine wingspan so he, and he's six five so he almost has like a tackle body but he's such a, a vicious interior you know lineman vicious run blocker and they plays right guard for toledo central catholic won a state championship this year they'd love to pull him he's one of those guys who gets out in space and just mauls people um i, I really like him i think they, they found something here um he's had a great winner in terms of offers it kind of blew up went from really a guy people didn't really know much about um going to the state championship game to someone who i think has about 20 offers uh, right now so uh, i think it's an important pickup 
Um, you know, I've talked about it a million times on the website. I've talked about it on the podcasts. Is you know, Ohio's got about a dozen Power Five offensive linemen in its 2024 class, which is kind of absurd. And but but maybe no Paris Johnsons, maybe no five-star guys. So the task for Ohio State and Justin Fry specifically here is to which three am I gonna pick among these 12? And he's he's made his offers. He's offered Dave. He's offered the Armstrong twins out of Lakewood St. Edward. And and so, you know, that'll be the thing we we watch here with O line recruiting is is and, and we won't know the we won't know all the answers here for a couple of years. But did they pick the right guys? Because inevitably. If you can only take three out of 12, inevitably at least one of those nine is going to be an NFL guy in four years. And people are going, why didn't they offer him? So they got to make sure the three they get are capable. Because, you know, if, if the three you get are capable and someone else goes and has a great career somewhere, somewhere else, you can live with that. But if you, you take three that, you know, don't pan out and two or three others go somewhere else, then, then you've got a problem. So that's the big challenge right now. I think with Nave, they've got a good one. And so I think they're off to a really good start with him and Ian Moore. It's a, it's a really important offensive line class. So we'll be uh, tracking that class all throughout the spring. There's going to be a lot of visits now. Nave was on a visit on Tuesday and then committed. Uh, and there were guys who were visiting on Thursday. And then there will be guys visiting this weekend and then throughout the spring. So there's going to be this is a very busy time, not only for football coverage, but also for football recruiting coverage. And a great place to find all of that, not just the football, but also the football recruiting. See, I remembered that time is BuckeyeHuddle.com. We have a uh, fantastic team of insiders, Mark and Alex, killing it on the recruiting beat. Tony, uh, Tony, Kevin, and I on the team. A whole bunch of uh, X's nose guys. We'll have plenty of X's. We'll probably have uh, try and have Ross on the show at some point this spring to talk about some of the stuff he's looking for this spring, uh, and much, much more. So you can find all of that at BuckeyeHuddle.com and of course at YouTube.com/slash/BuckeyeHuddle where you might be watching this right now. If you're not, you should subscribe there because we have a lot of interview coverage there. We've got a lot of shows there, all that kind of stuff. We'll have lots of uh, spring game coverage, all that fun stuff coming up this spring, all at youtube.com slash Huddle. And finally, youtube.com slash at CFB Playbook, where we do a lot, a little bit of national college football coverage. We also do a little bit of other stuff with uh, scheme stuff and all that kind of thing, all at youtube.com slash at CFB Playbook. You'll want to subscribe to that as well. That will do it for today. Thank you guys all for joining us. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.